Cover B is on summer break, but we'll be back with brand new episodes in August. In the meantime, we're sharing some segments from way back when that you may have missed. With events getting back to normal, we thought this week we'd share our segment on conventions and how to keep yourself sane in the big brouhaha of it all. It's all happening now on Cover B. The Cover B team is going to MegaCon. The whole team. So T's going. I'm going. Cricket. Cricket. <laughs> Cricket. Yeah, we're going to be at MegaCon. Yay! I'm so excited. It's, I get to go and be amongst my people dressed cool. like a random character who's probably showing off too much cleavage or something. Sorry, I am what I am. I'm going to be dressed as a guy at a convention. Man, you're so creative. I am. Well, something that we know people (laughs) struggle with on the reg when they are a dedicated fan Mm -hmm. is that conventions can be... Hella crowded. Super overwhelming. Yeah, you know, these conventions are dedicated to these fandoms that include... Hundreds of thousands to potentially even millions of people. And not everybody is good at managing crowds. And so we wanted to give you kind of a... It's not fair that the people that are bad at managing crowds might feel like they can't do these cool cons and stuff. So we wanted to give you kind of a quick, like, I don't like crowds, but I want to go to a con survivor's guide. And I mean, cons are getting even harder to navigate nowadays because even Megacons introduced this, like, Digicon where they're bringing in big stars from YouTube, which isn't traditionally a part of mm-hmm. the the fan universe that's been cultivated at these type of things. Yep. So it's introducing a whole other level of attendance. So we just thought it would be a good idea to give you some tricks that we have accumulated because... I, while a very extroverted person, burn out really, really fast. Mm. And we've done, you know, in addition to going to cons, we've gone to concerts a lot. We've gone to, like, the theme parks, like Universal Studios and Disney, Disney a lot. Yeah. Um, so we've picked up a few, like, tips on how to, if you're just really not dealing with crowds, how to kind of get around that. My number one suggestion is to not be afraid to go on non-peak days. Yeah. So, for instance, MegaCon, it started at 4 p.m. on Thursday and goes through Sunday. Mm-hmm. Everybody is going to be there Saturday and Sunday because that means you don't have to take off work. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a lot of locals. Or Friday evening. You get a lot of people on Friday right. evenings, too. So, you're going to have those peak times. If you're not into crowds... Go Thursday night before everybody's gotten into town. Or early Go Friday. Friday morning yeah. when not people people aren't off work yet. Those are the best times to go where you're not going to be overwhelmed. But if you remember, all the vendors are still going to be there. Mm-hmm. A lot of the panels are still going on. You might on. miss out on some artists or celebrities. So just judge it if, you know, there are ones that you'll be fine with seeing versus ones that you, you know, would hate to miss. But yeah, I mean, 
we've gone on a Friday, like we've taken work off and gone down there and gone on a Friday and it's like a whole new world. Like it's a whole different thing. Oh, very yeah, different yeah, yeah. experience. Yeah. Another important thing is to know your bathrooms. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many bathrooms are going to be in that center, but I yep. bet you anything you'll be able to find one that's empty. That's, um, yeah, that's, so I have three main rules that I tell people um when they're going to like some place that's gonna be crowded so like right. a theme park um and one of those is find the least convenient bathroom yep Absolutely. always and forever figure out what bathroom is not near if you're at a theme park like not near the neatest rides at a con specifically if it's in a hotel or a convention center inevitably there's going to be a bathroom that's furthest away from not only the front entrance but where like big shit goes down right um, at Megacon, if you're going to Megacon specifically, the bathrooms are all kind of on the edge behind the curtain of the con, essentially. Yeah. Um, and literally, if you go in the front entrance and go all the way as far back as you can on the left-hand side, I believe, <laughs> there's a bathroom that's, like, constantly dead. Now, the reason, it's not necessarily just to be, like, I got a pee-pee and I want a pee-pee in peace, but the area around the inconvenient bathroom... It's going to have places to sit. It's yep. going to have places to chill. Yep. It's going to be a lot more quiet, you know? So if you just need a second to get out of the crowd to recollect. That's a good place Inconvenient to go. bathroom is place to go. My number two rule is always figure out the least traveled entrance. Yes. Um, so back entrances, like at Epcot, for instance, you know, the front entrance is where everyone goes, but of there's course. an entrance that connects the Boardwalk Resort to Epcot directly at the International Plaza. It's like right in between yeah. France and England. Yeah. And um, that's the easier entrance and exit to use. Oh, by far. And it's not a lot of people know about it. It's not very convenient to get to because it's not connected to one of the main parking lots. Um, but if you can bus over to the boardwalk or if you're staying at the boardwalk or if you're staying at another resort and you bus over there, you can Uber over to the boardwalk, you can get on to Epcot easy peasy because a lot of people with like social anxiety or who have difficulty dealing with crowds, which I used to have really bad time with crowds and yeah. then just doing a lot of stuff with crowds made me better at it. And I've kind of developed these survival techniques, but, um, a lot of people who have trouble dealing with crowds. If they go in right at the main entrance and it's packed it's, it's too an much instant shutdown and it can ruin your day it can make you really anxious and uncomfortable for the rest of the day regardless of where you go it's true and then my third one is get over the urge to stay till close and show up right when the shit opens yeah that's a really get good there point. right when the shit opens and leave early you'll have a full day there the first like Easily the first, like, two to three hours will be barely packed. You know what I mean? Right. And then you'll leave and you won't have to deal with the mass of people leaving at the same time. So, like, if you go to a park, parks typically open at nine. You get there at nine and you leave at, like, four. You've had a full day. You have to deal with the, like, lunch, the lunch, like, swell. Right. But everybody packs into the park at night because, A, nighttime sets, it gets cooler. And, B, there's, like, firework shows. And then everybody leaves at the same right. time. And it's a freaking mess. 
same thing with the con. Like, people start showing up. A lot of the big, like, local people and the big, like, I'm just going for a day trip people, they're either traveling from places like Gainesville or Tampa, and so they're not going to get there until around, like, noon. Or they're, like, living in town. They just went out and partied Friday night, and they don't want to wake up until, like, noon. And then they're going to start rolling in between, like, noon and one. Or people who had attended the night before and Friday night, they have, like, raves and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So people get, you know... Yeah. Tired. And then a lot of the, (laughs) a lot of the like big celebrity panels and like Q and A's and big photo ops are later in the afternoon. Right. You know, so people are going to show up for that. Like, you know, if they want the Stephen Amell photo op, I think that's at like five or something. Right. So, you know, they're going to wait for that. And, uh, yeah. And then you just leave at like three or four when you're comfortable. You've had a full day. You've probably walked the artist alley like three times and You get what you want out of it and you leave. And that's actually similar to one of the things I was going to say, which is don't be afraid to go take a walk outside if you need to. You can always get back in. They usually give you wristbands. This year Mm -hmm. we've got these cool like badges. Yeah. So you can always leave. Yeah. Go walk down the street. Get yeah. some sunshine. Take a breath. Well, a con, yeah. and a Go get food somewhere. Yeah, a con is always going to be surrounded by stuff. Oh, yeah. Megacon is in the, what is it, the Orange County, like, convention center or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida Convention Center. And it's, you know, surrounded by food. There's a freaking Wonderworks and, like, museums and Titanic experience and bars and stuff all over the place. It's on International, so it's literally, yeah. like, the biggest Yeah, road. if you don't mind the sun, easy walk to a lot of, like, food and shit. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, Dragon Con up in Atlanta is literally smack dab in downtown Atlanta. Yeah. So you go to the CNN Center, you go to World of Coke, you can go to the aquarium, you know what I mean? Like, you can go check out other shit in the city while you're there if you All need a break. All sorts of options. Um, I wanted to say, this is kind of counterintuitive, but it's something I've realized. Wait in line. You know? Huh. If you need a break, one of the best ways to get a break... Is to just go find a panel that people are lining up for and just wait in line. Because people don't typically, the lines aren't typically in areas where there's going to be a lot of crowd. Like the artist alley or the merchandising, like the retailer area and the front entrance and the cosplay areas. That's where all the big crowds are going to build up. Um, And then the people who plan these things purposely put these like where the con like where the panels and where the discussions and where the movies right. and stuff are going to be in these like external periphery places and so just go wait in line all you're going to be doing essentially it's going to be a, yeah it's technically still a lot of people but they're all just standing there chilling on their phones bring a book and just go wait in line sit and then go in and if you want to stay for the panel stay for the panel if you don't want to stay for the panel i mean it's a nice place to sit down you can just sit in the back you know one other thing that I realized, and this is specific for Megacon, but I'm sure it's probably valid for a lot of other events too, is that the convention center is really only using one, you know, concourse mm-hmm. of it, of the center for this event, mm-hmm. but the other areas are open. Mm-hmm. So if you're overwhelmed with too many cosplayers and too many bodies in one section, mm-hmm. Go to the other concourse, go to the other area, go to a different section. There's still going to be some people, but it's going to be vastly less and much easier to navigate. Many, like much less bodies around yep. you. You'll be able to breathe, take a breath. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost interesting because you watch as you walk 
farther away from the like main artist alley area, you start to see it just sort of like dwindle down into people like sitting on the ground, taking a breath, cosplayers doing photo shoots. Like it, it chills out significantly. So you can find a space that's not overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. The main the main important thing when dealing with like crowded areas is just know your limits. You know, know when you've had enough so you're not like deep in the middle of the crowd and you start having an anxiety attack, you get stressed out or you just get angry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and do not be afraid to use your outside voice. Absolutely. People in crowds are totally fine being shouted at to get the f- out of the way. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, like do not be afraid if you're trying to get through and some dude in some anime costume has a massive sword, do not be afraid to be like, "Hey, excuse me." Just be polite. You don't have to be like, "Get the f out of the way, anime guy." You just like <laughs> you don't have to shove him or take his sword and like do a turn-based battle with him. Um <laughs> they'd probably love yeah. that. <laughs> You know, like Pokemon <laughs> style. It's like wild weeaboo appears. <laughs> Social anxiety. I choose you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and cosplayers, we know that our props are a pain in the ass. Mm. We know that we are in the way. So don't be afraid to be like, hey, excuse me. And we'll be like, oh, sorry, man. We're just this stuff is a lot and we've got a lot we're thinking about mm-hmm. and we're trying to always look pretty. And that's, so uh, it's, it's totally fine to just tell us to move. Extra bonus tip. If you are a cosplayer is if you do not have some way of stowing away your props. So you don't have a friend who's willing to wait outside with them. You don't have a hotel nearby that you can, I took my pictures, let me walk back, drop these off, and go back to Artist Alley in the retail area. You do not belong in the retail area. That's fair. I know everyone's there to have fun, and by all means, if you have to go, you have no options for your props, you don't have anywhere to put them, anyone to watch them, then by all means, just be courteous. And be aware that if someone stops you to take a picture, it's okay to be like, can we go over here? Yeah. To take the picture and find a less populated. Because too many times I've been to these things and people stop immediately. They're like, oh, your costume's badass. Let me take a picture. And they just stop right there in the middle of like the busiest walkway and start (laughs) posing with their arms like out and their sword flying out and their dick hanging out. And (laughs) it's like, this is cool and everything. And hey, sweet peep. But like. I'm just trying to find the tiny top hats. That's it. So just just be courteous. If you have to be there, you you need to be conscious of that. If you aren't going to have somewhere to put your props, maybe pick a cosplay that's propless. Yeah. But if you do point. have somewhere to put your props, make plans to take all your pictures in the fun courtyard areas and the outdoor areas and then take your props back. And if you're doing like a meetup or a, one of the cosplay contests... Go get your props and bring them back. If you have a car, leave your props in the car. If you have a hotel nearby, leave them there. Whatever it needs to be. Hell, if you have a cool Uber driver, be like, can you hold this? And when I call you, you bring it back. They probably won't. But hey, who knows? You never know. know. Stranger things have happened. Um, Anybody will do things for lots of money. Yeah, right. 
So just, just be courteous if you have to take big props or big bulky costumes into the vendor area, the vendor area and the retail space in the artist alley, because it can be very annoying for a lot of people. Yeah. And if you are one of those people that has issues with crowds and social anxiety, you will have people who are less nice about asking you to get out of the way. For me, it's like unpolite, like, hey, man, excuse me. You know what I mean? But there are people that will be rude. They'll push, they'll shove, they'll insult you, they'll talk shit. So if you don't want to hear any of that, just be courteous. And I guess that's tip number one to everybody. When in crowds, be aware and courteous. Yes. You know, know your surroundings. Don't be on your phone. And be polite. And have fun. And have f***ing fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's better than regular fun. I don't doubt it. It's censored fun. (laughs) 